As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I'm your host, Josh She. And today we are kicking off Best Month Ever 2, Best Month Boogaloo. We're going to start it off a little differently this year as we welcome Georgia first to the show. Hey, first in, I'm excited. I think I was third last time. Something like that, no. Yeah. I think you well, I think you recorded third, but your episode came out last because I'm uh, flipping okay. I'm flipping the order exactly of opposite of how it came out last ah, year. Cool. Because <laughs> technically your third recording again, but say <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure I'm sure Ian said he'd already done his. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think all I have left after you would be getting Liam tracked down. <laughs> yes, he's not the easiest to track down for anything involving technology. So good luck. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, he's got to coordinate with Ian to get it done. Yeah. So they got to work together. <laughs> but anyways, why don't you take a minute and tell everyone about best film ever? Yeah, so I mean, we've been going for, for two years now, I think it's very exciting. Three, three years? I can't remember everything's molded into one because of covid i think it's two years um we review critically and like um culturally acclaimed films so see if they're actually worth being reviewed very highly and occasionally we throw in a wild card and liam will put in something from before the 1960s and we will go what is this um but it's it's a lot of fun we record every sunday so it's nice to catch up with friends and just talk talk movies for a while all right sounds good and you brought me something that one I probably had watched with the kids, but never really sat and watched. Yeah. But two also, and I've been wanting to do it, but I just haven't had anyone bring it. And that's my first animated film. Ah, cool. Yeah, I haven't had one. So, so let's get into it. We're going to talk about Tangled. I want to see the world. No can do. Yeah, you're right. We should go. This Wednesday, grab a friend. Gotcha. Hold on tight, because everything's totally tangled. Tangled is an absolute delight. I can't believe I did this. An exciting adventure that's laugh out loud funny. Four stars. This is a very big day. Tangled rated PG starts Wednesday in 3D. Yes, definitely. All right, so when did you first see this? Was this a theatrical experience or? Um, I don't think it was cinema. I think it was when it first released to iTunes at the time because obviously Disney Plus wasn't a thing when it first came out because um, it was out in 2010. So I would have probably seen it late 2011, I think, um, and just absolutely loved it. I bought it on iTunes, so I technically still own <laughs> own it on itunes which is really weird because like you don't own films like that anymore because of all the streaming services and stuff um but yeah so i watched it first then and just absolutely loved it i've kind of expressed before on um our pod that disney wise i didn't watch a lot as a child because our parents showed us bambi um and we were traumatized by it when we were younger (laughs) so we then didn't watch any so i kind of it was not until i was 10 11 12 like i was then watching it by myself again um, that I started to watch watch more and more of the back catalogue, but Tangled, just I love it. I think it's brilliant. 
Before we get into why you love it, why don't you tell everyone what Tangled is? What's the story of? So Tangled is Rapunzel, basically. Um, they kind of twisted it a little bit, but it is quite quite honest to some of the uh, original source material, which I think is a grim, grim brother's fairy tale, Rapunzel is. Um, but yeah, so story of Rapunzel, she's in a tower, long blonde hair, that all those bits and pieces. They changed the name from Rapunzel. It was originally Rapunzel to Tangled because they wanted they wanted it to appeal to boys as well as girls and they didn't think releasing it as Rapunzel would work because they'd just released Princess and the Frog which they think they put down to not doing very well because it had Princess in the title so they changed the name but I still think it's absolutely brilliant Um, she runs off leaves her tower goes in search of some floating lights basically the long and short of it <laughs> so I think well obviously it sounds like it's at least one of the first ones you got back into when you started back watching them on yeah. your own but yeah so that probably is some of the appeal but what else why is it you keep coming back to this one why do you love tangled so much i think it's one it's beautiful it's the first disney 3d animation with the princess film so it's the first one that kind of shifts into the 3d cgi rather than the um hand-drawn stuff so and how they did it i think is brilliant because they actually kind of based it off of um the french renaissance the swing that painting so everything's in that style and they didn't want it to look photorealistic they wanted it to still look drawn and animated rather than going with the more looking like animation look but looking real so the style of it i just think is absolutely gorgeous um they had to kind of put new computer systems in place for it because they didn't have it especially for the hair um and it's just it's just gorgeous gorgeous but also it's really funny <laughs> like it makes me laugh a lot even having seen it five or six times or we watched it last night and just had a good giggle but also cried a couple of times like it, it got me it got me twice so even having seen it and known it for years now I it still gets me it's just it's a gorgeous story it's full of warmth and heart and humor which you don't always get in kids films usually they kind of do one or the other but this does it does it all perfectly so Let's get into this part, and that is sequel territory, which I think this has like a series, like a spinoff it series does, or something. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I guess we'll start with that. What, you've seen the series? I've seen bits of it. I haven't watched all of it, which I do want to watch all of it. Um, okay. But they kind of, they used the, it's done it back in the 2D style, so it's not 3D animated. It's back to like the cartoon 2D style for the series. Um, and they use it to kind of like retcon why when you see her in the park, she's got long hair. Because if you ever see Rapunzel around, she's got the long braided hair again. And obviously at the end of this, it's all cut off. That doesn't happen. But they use the series to wreck on it. They're like, it grew back. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's really weird. But I think it's absolutely hilarious that they've done it like that. Um, so yeah, it kind of just explains, it goes into how it grew back, why it grew back, those sorts of things. But there's also some little tiny shorts that are like three or four minutes long that they've released that are in the 2D style as well. Um, and then there's a there is a 3D Tangled Ever After where they get married, which is really lovely to see as well. But she has got the short hair still in that one. So somewhere <laughs> in the, somewhere in the Tangled canon, her hair grows back. No one really knows where. It doesn't really make sense. But <laughs> I guess it's so she's much more recognisable because if you think of her, you think of the long hair because she spends... 98% of the film with the long hair so it's it's understandable why they've done it but it's, it does make me laugh <laughs> okay. 
right, well, then what would you like to see if you got a sequel to this movie? Not the series, none of that. It went straight off this movie and went from there. Just more shenanigans and adventures, because, I mean, obviously, Flynn Rider being an ex-criminal, ex-criminal who's just a bit of a petty thief, I'd love to see him and her going for a bit of a... Maybe he's been accused of something and they've got to go and prove his innocence or something. Something like that would be fun to see, but with more more adventure more running around in the woods i think would be great yeah yeah that's pretty much what they'd probably do, if they do that <laughs> yeah. too. so that sounds about accurate so i didn't really know how to approach this question and that of course is the remake status it's mm-hmm. like I said, it's 12 years old now they could remake it and i don't know if you had a certain way you wanted to attack it like you could attack it from if they did a live action version since yeah. disney's been doing that or just yeah. recasting some of the voices. I don't know. I don't know how you want to attack this role. It's one. it's definitely difficult because obviously with it being animated, it is just voice acting. So I think the only real way to redo it would be making it live action like they have been doing. But then it's a case of who you'd put in where, and I genuinely don't know because <laughs> they're because they are animated characters. I mean, like the they had a hot man meeting for Flynn Rider and the character development. They like brought 30 women in from Disney and basically sat them down and went they all brought in pictures of men they thought were attractive and they like cut and pasted them in together until they came up with a <laughs> sketch for Flynn Rider. Like they wanted him to be Disney's most handsome man. And so who do you cast in that role when it's already an animated picture? Yeah. Like mm. that's, that's a lot to live up to. Um, it would be very interesting with the hair if they did it live action, because I mean, it's like 72 feet long in animated territory. So I guess a lot of it still would be CGI, right. even if they went yeah. live action with the hair, because it would just be <laughs> a logistical nightmare having a wig that long. It'd be stupidly heavy. You wouldn't be able to move in it and those sorts of things. So, yeah, no, I don't I don't know. I mean, I think it's brilliant. I mean, obviously Cher looks like Mother Gothel, like massively so. I think they'd kind of based her off her a little bit anyway. So putting her in that role, I think, would be amazing. <laughs> But Rapunzel-wise, I don't know. A lot of people compare her to Amanda Seyfried. A lot of people think she looks the same as her. So I guess you could put her there, although her voice annoys me a little bit. So not sure. <laughs> uh, but Flynn Ride is definitely the most difficult one because who do you put in a role that's supposedly like the most handsome Disney man? That's a lot of that's a, that's a lot of shoes to fill. Yeah, I did not know that that's how they yeah. came up with the look of Flynn Rider. So that is definitely an interesting thing to try to be like, now this is you, you're the one. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's I mean, a lot he to does, live up to. He does look a little bit like Zachary Levi who voices him, but like not entirely. And when we were doing Thor week last, well, last week for when we were recording, but it'll be a while ago now. Um, obviously Zachary Levi is one of Thor's bodies in the first two Thor films. And so it, there was a couple of lines he said and I went it is him like I could pick him out because he sounded exactly the same <laughs> and I think it was when we were watching Dark World and we did when we did the um watch, watch along, along yeah, yeah that Ian went what are you on about I was like it's Zachary Levi it's, it's Flynn Rider <laughs> so I guess he probably could do it but he might be a bit old for it now don't know we'll have to we'd have to see yeah and for people that maybe haven't tuned in the best one ever, I want to point out that that's, that's an important thing that she's able to point that out because Georgia is known for her face <laughs> blindness for not being able to even it see it. It was the voice that got me first. <laughs> and that shows the importance of voice acting right Absolutely, there. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a massive fan of voice acting. I know 
I'm that opinion isn't shared by everyone on uh, on Vessel ever. But both me and Ethan are massive fans of voice acting and think it is really important. And there is a skill to it, especially because for a lot of these sorts of things, they record their dialogue by themselves, like with no one to do it off of. And sometimes they'll have it in their ear. Sometimes they'll just have it read to them. Like it's, it's definitely a skill to it. So yeah, no, massive respect for that. Yeah, absolutely. That's a whole different art on its own. Yeah. All right. So here we are. Final pitch time. Someone who hasn't seen this, maybe he's not interested in seeing another Disney animated film. Mm -hmm. How would you sell this to someone to watch for the first time? Okay. So I would sell this as less as a princess film, more as a kind of coming of age, exploring yourself and the world around you type film because she doesn't actually know she's a princess till the last five ten minutes of the film so it's less about that and more about a girl who's been trapped in a tower for 18 years and there is they do almost shift into the kind of like a little bit like stockholm syndrome type stuff in it they kind of explore it a little bit and you get to see her overcome that and beat that several times and it's really lovely to see it's got a brilliant villain mostly because our main character doesn't realize she's the villain most of the way through which so you get to be like that no it's her she's the evil one without doing the like it's we get to know stuff that rapunzel doesn't which is a lot of fun um there are some adult jokes in there so i mean it is not just a kids film it is a brilliantly animated family film if nothing else so it is worth a watch the music is brilliant it's alan menken so you can't go wrong because he did, I mean, he's done loads of things. He did Little Mermaid, he did Aladdin, he's done stage stuff, so he did Little Shop of Horrors, he's done all sorts of stuff. Alan Menken is incredible. If you want good music in a show, in a musical, go to him. He's my favourite. Um, so, yeah, just all round, it's got, even art style-wise, like, there is something for everyone in this. It is not just another animated Disney film. And I will go on record and saying it is better than Frozen. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Better than Frozen. You can't go wrong. Better than Frozen. Yeah. All right, Georgia. I think that's going to wrap it up. Tell everybody yeah. where they can find you, where they can find the podcast. Uh, so we are at Best Film Ever Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and I believe Facebook. You can find us under that. And I am at BFB Georgia. So you can find me quite easily on Twitter. And as always, you can interact with me at YNF Movie Pod over on Twitter. Easiest thing to do, go to linktr.ee slash ynfmoviepod. That's podcast platform, social media, YouTube channel, and my personal letterbox where you can see what I'm watching that's not being covered on the pod. Next week should be, yes, Ethan will be the one on, and we'll be talking about why Chef should be your next favorite movie. Until then, you guys take care, and I'll talk to you next time.